0: This needs to be said All the while We're keeping it real, yeah There's so much to be said We're gonna take our time We're gonna change the world ooh, 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 yeah.
1: You are tuning in today to this No longer will we pretend that there are no issues to address, or that we are only going to talk about certain ones. This show, coupled with our blog site and our website, will be the beginning of you finding your way. There is an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. You were thinking it. We're going to talk about it. Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. We're doing part two of 10 Ways to Be a Good Husband with Pastor Juan Goodson of Restoration Ministries. Yeah, so
0: yeah.
1: We, <laughs> you're a little delayed today. Get on it. Come on. Come on. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back, and we're oh, going right hop- to <laughs> What's the use of me getting all excited? You're going to take a break soon as we come. Okay. There we go. <laughs> He's back, y'all. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back jumping into ten ways that women can improve their husbands. <laughs>
0: at all So tell me why we often fall You say you only need a friend Well open up and let me again Won't you let me be Your best friend Give me a chance To find out who you are That's all it's gonna
1: For joining us today for this needs to be said as we talk about ten ways for women to improve their husbands with Pastor Juan Gibson of Restoration Ministries Church of God in Christ. Welcome.
2: <laughs> Man, it took me so long to come on. How long is that song? That's gonna change. That needs to change. <laughs> How long? <is> <laughs> long <is it? laughs> you actually
1: coming on a minute earlier
2: than a minute you supposed How, to? Lo- yeah. How long was the song? The song was like twenty minutes long. Was that the EP? Was that the extended version? <laughs> was, that, was that part too? Did y'all do a James Brown? Was that a 45 with two sides? <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out.
0: Oh. my goodness. I'm finally
2: back on the
1: See, this is why I don't come on the show. Because, look, I mean. Don't do that. Uh, don't do okay. that. Because we, we got another song that's long, too. We're going to play oh, a little bit.
0: Oh, no, I'd have mercy.
1: <laughs> just wake
2: me up when it's over.
1: <laughs> really? Really? Wow. What am I gonna do with you? Ooh,
2: that's the elephant in the room. He's no, sleeping. the elephant like, in the room so you is gotta how wake him up.
1: <laughs> how women are gonna improve their men,
2: and you're oh, gonna help yeah. them. I'm gonna help you. How women can improve their men? Don't marry him. That's the first way y'all oh can improve him. Oh my
0: gosh!
2: <laughs> that's the first way. He'll he'll do a whole lot better if you don't marry him. So uh, here we go. Let's talk about. 10 Ways to Be a Good Husband. That's what we were talking about, 10 Ways to Be a Good Husband. And we were continuing from Part 1 of 10 Ways to Be a Good Husband. I'll run through those right quick. Uh, Number one, respect the sanctity of the marriage. Um, whether it's religious or not, some things are just sacred. So you got to keep those things sacred in the marriage. Um, number two, man, uh, being her sounding board. That means you don't always solve her problems sometimes. You just like to listen. Just give her an, uh, an avenue or a place, a safe place where she can come and she can talk and uh, just share it with you. Number three, show respect withhold judgment, show respect to your wife, show respect to um the woman that you pledged your life to that um that you took in this marriage vow um so just just that That is something that you can do that will strengthen her. Uh, not only, once again, are you providing a safe place, but then it strengthens her also. Number four we talked about was um, know when to make it about you, men. Um, not everything should be about you. Sometimes it's got to be about her. It's got to be the focus has to be her. Uh, it's not about you and your dinner. It's not about you and your gift, not your birthday or what you want to do. But sometimes you got to change that focus, and that focus needs to become her. Um, I've been hearing this saying lately going around that no marriage is 50 50 we've all been talking about everybody put in 50 50 they uh-huh. said every marriage should be a hundred 100 which means yeah. I put in a hundred percent you put in a hundred percent and we come up with a great marriage so uh, that's that's something to really think about if each person is giving a hundred percent so if my focus as the husband is my wife and I'm giving her a hundred percent then and her focus is me the husband giving me a hundred percent then there's nothing lacking in the relationship and both parties benefit from it it's when we don't give a hundred percent um that you open the door um for there to be lack in the relationship and things to happen in the relationship. Um number five, um, uh, was just this word hard I mean work hard and 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 work smart. Just don't work hard, but work smart. So if you're if you're realizing that some things that you're doing are not really um coming to fruition or coming to pass the way you want it to come to pass, then just learn, yeah, you know, figure out another way to do it. Figure out another way that will be beneficial. Uh, but not changing your work ethic, not slacking off, but just figuring out a different approach to it. So if there are things happening in the house, at the marriage or with the children or uh, with occupation or um, um, just in the social life of the marriage, um, then you want to, if you're working at them to make them better, then you want to work smart at them. You just don't want to work hard. You want to work smart while working hard. That way you can produce the, the right, dynamic that you're trying to produce in the marriage so those were the top five that we talked about um uh, that we talked about uh in april um i don't i don't know if we're going to stop here and take another break for another 20-hour song or not
1: uh, wow but, really <laughs> Really? I mean, since you don't show up for work, I mean, it's just a filler. Cut it out. Uh, I had, I had I to be find, sure
2: I, I had be sure had, you was there. I had to find a part time job because uh, I ain't know when you're find me.
0: You
2: <laughs> know, when you going to find You like the bank. So we, <laughs> y'all make more money and we get fired. <laughs> we get laid off. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> I'm trying to
1: figure We're making that out. more money. It seems like you should be able to stay. Well, since we have even more money.
2: <laughs> yeah, got we, more money. See, but y'all lay us off when you get more money. I'm like for real. Well, we need to <laughs>
1: enjoy it, and we'll call you back, maybe. There you go. See, <laughs>
2: there you go. Once it run out. So, uh, let's get into this month, So, let's get into this one. It's number six. Number six on how to be a good husband. And once again, uh, all of these things are great ideas, and you have to take them and tweak them to your. Uh, to your uh, situation with your family dynamic um man and and women and here's one thing let me let me let me preface this since you've already kind of said this um uh this is not women this is not how to make your husband a good man uh, that's not what this is what this is the husbands I'm talking to the man telling him how to be a good husband. Uh. I think what women don't understand is that women if, if when you decide you're going to tell a man what to do or tell it how to do it you become a mother figure and i don't believe that you want to um uh, have your husband view you as a mother figure as someone as a woman always telling him what to do so sometimes women we you just have to really allow a man to grow you can talk to him and let him know what your needs are, but don't always tell him what you need to do. This is what you should do. Men hear enough of that. And so, if you really want to shut a man down, the best way, if you want to start an argument or shut a man down, that's the best way to do it. So, you know, on that night when you want to go hang out with the girls and, you know, he wants to hang out, you just, just tell him what you need to do is, and I guarantee you, you'll be able to go hang out with the girls mm-hmm. for, the of, <laughs> mm-hmm. for the rest of the night. So, that's, that's my thing to women. Please don't take this as. Now, this is how you're going to take this home and make and make your husband better. If anything, ask your husband to listen to the show or I suggest, hey, let's listen to this show together. But don't tell him, listen, this is what you need to do. I heard this today on on, on the radio show. So number six for men, number six for men, be a leader, okay, be a leader um if if you if you have something that you believe in if there's something that your uh faith is strong in or there's something that um you hold true um to your own convictions then be a leader set set the standards um um be the one that says no this is not what we're going to do this is how we're going to do it this is how we're going to believe you know i'm i'm stepping to the forefront on this one and i'm going to lead us through this one and, and men you have to step up now here's the good thing about being a leader that a lot of people fail to realize. A leader also knows when his boundaries or when he's reached a point to where he has to defer to somebody else. So a good leader also recognizes that his wife may have a better idea at this point and say, hey, why don't you take this then? Because I think your idea is better and you you lead the family through this. So a good leader recognizes the stress of everybody around them, also knows his own strengths, also knows um, what he's capable of, also knows um what what his limits are, so that means uh, being a leader is standing up for what's right, standing up for what's true, and then convincing others to do the same. Not being the follower, but being the leader of the household. Being and women love it when a man takes uh, takes that leadership role in the house, and so you want to make sure, men, that you are you're out front, you're 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 doing it for everyone. Um, as as a leader. So, number 7. Now you got to tell me when we're going to break because I don't know.
1: Well, we're not going to break right now. <laughs> I'm frustrated with the fact that you said that this isn't about women ta- telling them helping their men improve. I, I I just anyway carry on. It's not break time. Oh, okay, well, I thought it was break time. After what that, you I thought had to, do, to digest it. What you need to do is <laughs> there you go. get back there to you the go. list.
2: Let me help men out. Men, men, here's the new phrase. It's a new phrase, and I want all the men to repeat this after me.
0: Uh-oh. What you're not going to do.
2: <laughs> all the men in the audience say that with me. What you're not going to do is, that's what you're going to uh, say.
0: Yes, and so uh-oh. next time
2: your wife said, What you need to do is, you say, What you're not going to do is treat me like I'm your son. <laughs> <laughs> Tell well, me
1: what I need to yeah, do. That's, okay. That's a, that's
2: what we I ain't do. buying so, it. So, so we're so we not going to have a fight. We're we, we going to get along. So we're going on to the next so, point. Number seven. Thank number you. seven far, Number seven. Now, you seven. do re, you do remember now, after I usually do the men, I would come back and do the women. So I think you might want to walk softly on this. So uh, number seven for the men, if you want to be a good husband, here's another tip for you. Um, think like a team. Um it doesn't matter how you work the the roles in the household out. That's up to you. Um whether one person works, whether she works and you stay home or whether you stay or whether she stays home and you work um or it it doesn't matter. It, the The main focus is that we're trying to reach a common goal as a family, and so you have to say, okay, how can we best reach this goal? How can what's what's more beneficial to us? There have been some people uh, who have decided that the man would stay home because his job. Um, his job didn't bring as much in as her job did, and for if they had smaller children, what they would be paying in daycare would just absorb his, his check anyway. So it came out cheaper just to for one of the parents to stay home, and that was him. And so they worked that that dynamic works for them, and so you have to find what it takes to work. And that means dialogue, that means communication. So man, here's that that bad word again, communication. That means you have to be a communicator. You have to talk, you have to know when to talk, and you have to want to talk. I found out the other day, somebody who I've been saying is a bad communicator, I found out that they're really not a bad communicator. What it is, they only communicate when they want something from you. So that's not a bad communicator. That's a prejudice communicator. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so oh. <Uh-oh.
2: they> <laughs> there you go, because they only they only they only communicate and they only return calls, return texts, and all of this stuff, and and dialogue with you when they need something from you. Now, when you yeah. need something from them, they don't do it. So. Uh, because they don't
1: need nothing from you. I I think it's clear.
2: Yeah. So 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 there you go. So um, sometimes men we have to want to communicate, not just communicate, but want to communicate, want to talk, want to sit down and talk to our um, our significant other, our spouses. And make sure, hey, what's your plans for this week? What's your plans for today? Um, What are we going to do about this? How are we going to handle this? You know, you just don't want stuff to come up and, and then, you know, everybody's sitting around the table going, I thought you handled it. Well, I thought you took care of it. I thought you did. Well, there go the lights. But you need to work that out. Have a discussion about how we're going to work things out. Work like a team. Think like a team. We're working toward a common goal here. And everybody plays a part on a team. Even though there's no I in team, individuals make up a team. And there's an I in individuals. So we all have to be individually contributing To the team, and so you want somebody that's going to do that, and you want to make sure that you that you make the um, the atmosphere conducive to that. No woman wants to be shut down. All her ideas are bad. Nothing ever. That's not going to help you. So you want everybody to contribute to the team. You want their opinions, their outlook their ideas, everything to the team and you, you sit down together and you come together on a collective um path that you wanna take on, on, on a um path that both of you have agreed on, even though we may not be um a hundred percent sold on it, but, you know, I, I'm gonna go with this because it's you know, I think I think it's better than my plan, but I don't I don't really agree with it. I don't really understand it. But you know, if this is what you want to do, let's do it. You know, there's some compromise in that. And so you want to think like a team, man. You want to promote. You're, you're not a dictator. You are not a dictator. This is a democracy. A marriage is a democracy. I know women don't think so sometimes, but it is a democracy. So we're going to work together as a team. Everybody has a vote. Uh, number eight. Should I go to this one? or I know you have to play what that. What you
1: need to do. Oh.
2: <laughs> What you not gonna do <laughs> is make me talk for twenty minutes straight and then play a twenty minute song. Uh, well, I just want to
1: make sure you get your time in. <laughs> I'm gonna get mine. I'm
2: gonna uh,
1: exactly. Time. I, I, gonna I, I, I Yeah, I know that's what this is about. <laughs> but I know how you try not to give me all the points too, so you know what what my but, goal is here, so. But
2: Well, okay. Well, we're coming up on number eight, so if you want to take a break here, this would be a good place for to take a break. Ah,
1: um, I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Okay, (laughs) that thing can
2: get tricky. Number eight. Number eight. I'm not gonna short you today. Number
1: eight. I'm not Uh, gonna let you today.
2: (laughs) What did I I say, man? What what you What you not gonna do is? (laughs) 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 I'm supervising. I'm supervising. I got this. Uh, Number eight. Uh, Care about her well-being. So 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 far, we said we said number six was be a leader. Okay, so take ownership, take leadership in in the role. But also number number seven was think like a team. So even though you're taking leadership, you still wanna think like a team. You wanna you wanna present this team concept that we're all in this. And then number eight, which I think falls really good behind this, is once we're thinking like a team, make sure though that you don't treat her just as a team a a teammate, but that you treat her um better than a teammate. Uh, you treat her, you let her know that you care about her, you let her know that you care about her well-being, that it's just not about the check you bring home, but it's about you. It's not just about, you know, all the activities or the duties that you do in keeping the house and all of that. No, but it's about you. Because, um, men we must understand that women are delicate flowers they are um, sensitive they are emotional and we have to take care of that side of her it's just not about taking care of her uh, physical needs but it's about taking care of those emotional needs also and so men we have to be concerned about her well-being concerned about her safety concerned about her emotional health as well as her physical health and so we if you want to be a good husband you have to show caring toward that so buy a card every once in a while buy flowers just for no reason not just because you want some but you know, buy buy, oh, buy just buy something, buy something nice, just because I was thinking about you, or say something nice, or compliment them, or or you know, or. Um or surprise them at work one day or surprise them at lunch. Do something like that just out of the ordinary um, that shows the woman that you're concerned about her and that you're caring about her. So in a sense, you're pampering her. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying go overboard and do it uh, and do so much because you can do so much till you get on a woman's nerves. That is possible, man. You can't because women do still want their space. So when you're talking about pampering, you know, do the little things, the subtle things. Sometimes you have to pamper her without you being there. So that means send her uh to the spa for a day. Uh, you know, uh you take the kids one day. And instead of usually on Saturday she has the kids, you stay at home on that Saturday, don't play golf or whatever and 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 you take care of the kids that day and tell her, hey, I got the kids, or I'm going to take the kids this weekend. You go out, just have fun this whole weekend, plan your weekend. And, you know, do things like that. Pamper her. Let her know that you're concerned about her, you're concerned about her well-being, you're concerned about um, her life, you're concerned about her health. Um, And so, so that you just let her know that, you know, I love you, and I'm trying to be a good husband to you, and I'm trying to give you what you
1: need. And that just sounds so good. Now, why did that make the list? Is that one of those things that men struggle with, allowing the wife to go and do something that doesn't include them?
2: I think I, I think um, it more so, you know. And I, I, I don't want to say this, and maybe I don't know how much it is among around the cultures, but since I'm I'm black, African American, colored. <laughs> Get out More of American. here. Um whatever all the All the names, names they done gave us. I mean, I don't know. I white, people had, but, white people had the same name all year. I mean, all, all my life, they've just been white people. We done had 15,000 names. I, I ain't understanding. That might be what's wrong with us. We schizophrenic. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I'm one of those, and I, I interact with a lot of other black, African-American, colored <laughs> Afro-American uh-huh. uh, women, and so what I've come to find out is that they don't tend to do that as much as um, some other um, some other cultures tend to do it, and so and so we have to encourage that. So it's the man encouraging why? Us to do that because she alone when she's alone that helps to strengthen herself makes her feel better about herself gives her downtime gives her a chance to reflect and it actually makes her a better person when she comes back to the relationship
1: no i agree with that part i'm saying why is that even something that has to be a part of a conversation with african american colored negroes because we don't because
2: we get so we get so busy and and just going through the day-to-day routine that we settle and we don't do that anymore. Uh, We get so busy with kids and career and all of these other things that are going on around us that we forget. We stop doing the things that used to make us happy. We stop doing the things that we used to do um, that gave us joy and gave us pleasure. And we have all these other responsibilities that are Uh are coming on us. And and it's easy to get lost in that. It's easy to get lost in the day-to-day grind. It's very easy to get lost in a day to day grind, and so that's one of the things we need to do constantly remind the person take a break, do this, do this for yourself, go out, do something nice for yourself. Let me take this because we will take on responsibility now here's the strange thing we will take on responsibility of doing something, but then blame somebody else because they don't
0: help us um, out. Um.
2: but we'll take we'll we'll continue taking on i'm I'm gonna do it mm-hmm. I, I'll do it I got it, I got it. I got it. Well, why don't you let me? I got it. I got it. But then later on that day, you're mad because... The other person is not doing it, but you're doing it. And so we've got to get back to that place where we can say, hey, listen, I need to take some time. And then recognize when another person needs to take some time. Hey, you need to take a day off. You need to just, you know, I got the kids today. I'm going to cook mm-hmm. dinner today. You know, I, I got I got everything covered today. You just chill. You just relax. Go get your feet done. Go get your nails done. Go get your hair done. You know, go get some new hair. Whatever you need to do. Go, go, go. go
1: have fun without me. Go have fun without me. And I'll just sit me. here and slave or you're having fun without me.
2: That's now, that's the way women feel when <laughs> men go out to do their <laughs> recreational, when they go out to hang with the boys, because men have no problem going out hanging with the boys, going to play golf, going to shoot basketball, going to the gym. They have no problem with doing that kind of stuff, and that's exactly the sentiment that y'all have, that women have when that happens. So the man uh-huh. has to be concerned about that. Is she doing the same thing? You know, usually I go to the gym every Saturday, well, this time, and you stay home with the babies or you stay home with the kids. Well, why, why don't you go? And, you know, I, I'll go to the gym uh, tomorrow. I'll, I'll go to the gym. I'll double up. Or maybe I'll miss a day at the gym, you know. It, it ain't going to hurt nothing. It ain't going to, you know, come on, for real. So uh-huh. I just I want this to be about you. So I'm concerned about your well-being. So, man, you have to make sure she understands that you are concerned, that she is, that you are concerned about her well-being.
1: All right. Well, this is a good time to take a break. Um, thank Good you. Greek so gonna much. talk
2: me to death, like I'm singing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I help you out? Yeah. Is that what you're complaining about? My
0: goodness. <laughs>
3: Struggle trying to bring life to your vision. See, I know this world is vicious, but you're strong. Taking care of business and your home. Say, cut this song, cause it's your song. See, I know he did you wrong. You passed that, cause grown. Holding it down on your own, as solid as an earth stone. Even when your back's against that wall, your instinct takes over. So you can conquer all, and I have nothing but respect for your elegant intellect. Don't let this world get you down. Get that weight up off your chest, cause when you stay prayed up. Blessings come down Carry yourself just like a queen Then kings will come around Infatuated with her aura Can't do nothing but adore her So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs school So put your ones up For sister's elevation Cause if God made us Let's take care of God's creation. Ain't no love what she faith Never gives up She holds it down Works
0: all day and night If she's gotta come what may And she'll say
3: For soul system, manifesting inspiration when my spirit needs that lift up. I know this world well, is vicious, but you strong. I have feelings that lie way deeper than digging the love zone. It's something about your vibe that should be treasured. A soul side lives in her message. Her presence is my pleasure. I know her past was aggressive. It left her in question. Where will all that stress in? So she can receive that blessing. But overall, my queen walks tall. Her loves out of this world, like solar system stars. I wanna be where you are. No Michael, to be that man of faith that puts her into all your bad cycles. In you waited with her aura. Can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs fool So put your ones up, for sisters elevation. Cause if God made us, let's take care of God's things. So Can you see what she faith never gives up?
0: She hold it down. Works all day and night. If she's got to come what may, and she'll say. Make her strong, 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 strong. That much stronger. Hey, yeah, yeah, My sister, beautiful sister. Hey, yeah, yeah.
3: For so my sister.
0: So strong.
3: All right. Yeah, say put, put, you you know put, you know put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sisters. You're so strong. Oh, yeah, my sister. Beautiful, Beautiful soul sister. Death. yeah. yeah. Right, my sister, beautiful, beautiful soul, soul sister,
0: sister. Yeah. Oh, my, my. Don't let this
3: world get you down. Get that weight up off your chest. Anyway,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you
1: complain if the song is too long, you complain if it's too short, you complain if you decided to like the song and I didn't know. Thank you so much for staying tuned. As this needs to be said, we're continuing our discussion with Pastor Juan Goodson of Restoration Ministries, Church of God in Christ, and we're talking about 10 ways to be a good husband. We do have a caller on the line. Tony, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm here with my dad. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, we just lost my mom a few months ago. So, uh, you know, things aren't great. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, my dad wanted to speak with the pastor. He said, I don't know, said he emailed you a couple of days ago and you never got back to him. So I figured I, I, I caught you on here. We'd give you a call. Oh,
2: okay. You must have emailed me through through less through this site through
1: He did it, I'm not sure. Hang on, I got him here. Okay. Put that guy okay. Up. Okay. okay, hang All on. Right. Sorry, he's a, he's a little uh I don't know. He's a little confused. Maybe he didn't even email you, I don't know. Hey Dad, go ahead. You're on the air.
4: It's been four days. What the hell are you doing? Somebody in your organization cheated. Who the hell was it?
2: Say Come that on. again?
4: Oh,
2: come on! The guy cheated, folks. I let's be
0: honest. The,
2: the guy cheated.
0: You don't know what's
2: yeah,
1: going on. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can't make out what he was saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't either.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get finished with my list of ten ways to be a good husband, and I guess it's all supposed to be like a comedy spoof. It it fell flat, y'all. Keep working on that. Keep working on that. I don't know. (laughs) That That
2: was a good one. Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: hey,
2: that was better than what hey, we had we had a caller who had to call in and uh that was better than that. He was talking to us, you know, we were talking about relationships and uh by the way, let's just talk radio. Um
1: I'm plug uh, now.
2: <laughs> <let's>,
0: <laughs> famous plug. Famous plug
2: uh, let's just talk radio host uh Juan Goodson and Ebony Clay. Uh right now we're taking a little break because when we're coming back, we're coming back with a new time and a new day. Uh we're going to daytime. So we're going to hit the I thought you
1: were already doing something during the day.
2: Well, we're doing, On we're Wednesdays, doing a rewind. Right? We're doing Wednesday rewind.
1: Okay. So,
2: yeah, so now we're getting ready to switch that to Thursday throwback. Um, the Wednesday we rerun, we Thursday throwback. <laughs> so then we go into another day. Meatloaf go- Monday is moving over to pork chop Thursday. <laughs> there think. you go, exactly, girl. You mm-hmm. got the Let me write that down. Meatloaf Monday. <laughs>
0: so, wow.
2: so, so, so we're going to a new time and a new show. So you'll be hearing about that coming up in July. But anyway, we had a guy on the show and he was talking about relationship and he was talking about him and his girlfriend and da da da. And uh, he says, he says, yeah. And I, I, I smack her on her tail and tell her go make me a sandwich. Oh crazy B. and we like oh Whoa.
0: no <laughs> We like Whoa <laughs> we like,
2: oh. And then so everybody asked her, Well how old did, how old are you, son? He tells how old is you how old is she? Fifteen. We were like, Oh no, click <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh
1: yeah. <no. laughs> wow. Like, wow, no. Negative. Click,
2: click. We like click. <laughs> yeah dude. You going to jail <laughs>
0: Go to jail. <laughs> you're yeah. not gonna
2: be from our show. You're not gonna do this on our show. So anyway, anyway, let's get back to this. We've had some entertainment, uh, so we
1: <laughs> thank you for the entertainment. Uh, you're uh, welcome. I do what I
2: can. Yeah, the comedy hour. Uh, yeah. and, and so we talked about so far. Um, be uh, be a leader. Uh, think like a team. Care about her well being so now these last two are really good um and just really speaking to the man and and how he should really um uh, focus or treat um or treat the wife and how that makes him better um at being a husband because being a husband uh, I want say this and i and you know I try to keep this not so deeply Christian um when I'm talking because when you talk about marriage you know it 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 covers all different types whether you're marriage, whether you're christian or not um it it still applies to you, certain principles apply, and so um I want to say this um uh, but being a husband is a gift. It takes something because you've been separate. Uh, you lived your life separated, you know, separate doing what you wanted to do. Um, you was a bachelor, play a player. player. Uh, maybe you weren't, you know, it, it. Whatever you were doing before you got married, it took a gift now to be husband because you have to change your whole mindset. It was just you just caring about yourself. Now you have this other person that you are that you have been charged to care for, to take care of. And it, it takes gifting because if you're a selfish kind of person, it doesn't work. If you're an abusive kind of person, it doesn't work. If you are um, uh introvert, it doesn't work. Um, and so you have to learn how to change who you are to become what they need you to be and what you need to be for them, men. And so it's not about the woman changing the man. We always talk about that. When you get him, baby, don't try to change him. You know, don't try to change. Don't You can't change him. It's not so much about a woman trying to change a man as it is about a man changing himself for his woman. That's what it comes down to, realizing, you know, I got to do something different because now this is my wife. This is the person I've taken on, and I said I'm going to take care of her, love, cherish, honor her, um, uh, forsaking all others for her, um, in goodness, I mean, in sickness and in health, um, for rich or for poor. All of these things is what you said. And so it's going to take you to change your mindset, basically, um, in, in approaching how you deal with this relationship. So. With that said, let's get to number nine and and number ten. Number nine is this: be generous and fair. Um, if if whoever takes care of the finances, so we can use that as an example, whoever takes care of the finances in the house, uh, the one thing you got to be is generous and fair about how you deal with it. Um, uh, you know, don't be so stringent that you don't that you don't allow her to spend a little extra to buy something nice for herself if she wants to buy something, or if she wants to get something for the house, or uh, if she wants to spend a little more money this month on her and, and or on some makeup, or she has a special event she wants to go to. Maybe she has a girls' weekend, but it's gonna cost y'all about three hundred dollars for her to go. And you're looking at the family budget. Be generous. Sometimes just say yeah. Uh, you know what? We'll figure it out. We'll figure out how the money is coming. If that's what you want to do, baby, then go ahead. I want you to do it. I want you to have fun. If that means, you know, I, I, I have to do without lunch or I have to do without a golf outing or something uh, to get you that money or I got to cut back. I was going to buy a new suit, but you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give you the money and then you can go on this vacation, you know, with your friends or whatever. You can hang out or you can buy this new dress. Do it. Be generous and be fair about it. Be generous because, men, we have a tendency when we see something we want, we go ahead and get it. Now, Take it that a lot of women have their own money because they're working jobs and making money, making more so money, making more than um, some men. And so, um, but in the cases of when you can do that for her, when you can be a blessing to her, when you can pour into her life, sow a seed into her life, do it, do it. And allow her to do the same. Allow her to want to go out and spend, spend $50 on a pair of shoes. Forget about that light bill is due and all of that and we you know we're facing these bills. If that's what she felt like doing that day, then okay, sometimes allow it. Now, we're not talking about being financially irresponsible. So right. I don't want anybody I don't want anybody to walk away saying, Well Pastor, I just blow the money. No, I'm not yeah. talking about being financially irresponsible. But what I've come to find out is that we will make do with what we have and make things happen with what we have. You know, we'll figure out a way to come up with it. I tell people at the church, you know, when we're paying our tithe and offering, when we give our gifts to the Lord, uh, it's funny to me that we'll make some arrangements with Duke Power. We'll make some arrangements with Bell South. We'll make arrangements. and I, We'll chop up that payment, and say, so I'm going to give you $50 this week, $50 next week. We'll work that thing down. But when it comes to giving, just freely giving, we all we often act like we can't afford to. I can't give. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, if you just made that arrangement with Duke Power, that means you got a little extra money. They didn't take all your money out your check. So we we tend yeah. to do what we like to do. How, what we want to do with what we have in our hands, we tend to make it happen. And so sometimes, just let it happen, make it happen. You know, if you want to spend something a little extra this week, baby, go ahead. If you if you want to cook a nice dinner, and you want to buy these girls, you want to buy steaks and all of that, go ahead, whatever. If you want to buy this this for the house, then go ahead. All right, we'll figure it out. Being financially responsible. See, that's, that's still working as a team because we discussed it though. We talked about it, and you say, you know, this is what I really want to do. And so you say, you know what? Go ahead. We'll make it happen. We'll, you know, we'll cut back in some other area. We'll do something different in some other area, but we'll make it happen. We'll 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 we'll, we'll get by on that. It's not going to kill us for you to do that. So be generous, right. stewards and be fair. Number ten. Now here's the one. Here's the one ding, right ding, here. Ding,
0: ding, 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 number two.
2: I know. You made it to number ten. Uh hoo at, at two forty one. You made it to number ten. Uh number ten. Man, here's something that we really have to work on and that's be affectionate. If you want to be a good husband, you have got to be affectionate. And we must admit it. Come on, man. Who doesn't like it when your woman crawls up next to you and lays her head on your shoulder, or lays her head on your chest, uh, or lays her the head? Man on the man who says, "What are you
1: doing that for?" That
2: uh, man le- le- No, he he really likes other men, uh, when you lay your head in his lap. Uh, so he does He he loves it. Men love it. Men love to be touched. Men love to be uh, le- love to be um, held. They love to be that. Now, here's when they don't want to do it. They don't want you to do it in front of their boys. They don't want you to do it in front of their family. That's what, But when y'all let home alone, he wants to be touched. Now, I ain't saying put your big, crusty feet up on him. That's not what I'm saying. What? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Uh, what I'm saying is, you know, uh, men want to be affectionate. They want to be close to you. They want to be next to you. Now, I'm not saying smother him either. I'm not saying every time y'all go somewhere, every time y'all doing something, you right up under him. No, give him some space. And what you'll tend to see is when you give men space, but you kind of, you know, kind of every once in a while come close, that he'll start to pull you closer himself. He'll start to respond and pull you in. He'll start to reach out and grab your hand. He'll start to reach out and hug you and put his arm around you or when he walks by you slap you on, the, on, your, on your backside, or um, when he walks by you, just give you a kiss, or when you're washing the dishes, just walk up behind you and grab you from behind and kiss your man. He'll start to do stuff like that. Uh, and, and men want to do it. And men, listen, if you're not good at it, start trying. Start, start with just a hug. Because if you're not good at it, let me tell you, women love affection. They are affectionate creatures. They're nurturers. They love affection, and they need affection. Women need it. Women need that now. In their world, they're affectionate with each other as fi- as women, as women, as, with other females when they're in that circle. But now, men, we have this different dynamic. We ain't too affectionate. When it comes to we hanging out with the boys, the most affection we gonna get, I'm gonna dap you up, give you five, might put my arm around your shoulder, be like, hey, this my boy. But that's it. So when we're without women, we have to think, okay, this is different. I have to be more affectionate, I have to be loving, I have to be open, I have to hold her hand, I have to hold her, I have to let her know that I'm here for. Her. I have to let her know that I that I love her and it's by this gentle touch. Affection is not what you do in the bedroom. That's called sex. That's why it's two different words. Okay, that's why it's two different cool. you ever notice. That's two different words. So affection and sex. Two totally different words. You know, screwing. Uh-huh. Affection. See, that's different. I can't uh-huh. say the other word, but king and <laughs> <laughs> And, and, All
1: right, Pastor. <laughs> and and what's,
2: what's, what's the word? Affection. That's two uh-huh. different words. Uh-huh. Those are two different words. Okay, so we got to learn, men, you've got to learn what affection is. And affection will lead you to those other things. But you first got to start with the affection. You first got to start with just the simple things. Just holding her hand. If you're not an affectionate person, you didn't grow up that way, okay, we understand that. But now you're a married man. So it doesn't matter. That's how you grew up. You know, my parents weren't affectionate toward each other. I didn't ever see that. Well, now you're going to have to change. You're going to have to become a new person because you have this other person in your life that is affectionate. Because let me help you out. If you're not being affectionate toward her, you open the door for somebody else to be. Uh, Men, I'm going to say this again. If you're not being affectionate, attentive to her, you're going to open the door for somebody else to be. I say this about affairs, and I know a lot of people don't agree with me, especially women. Oh, my God. When I say this, and women just go ballistic, man.
0: Oh, how are you gonna...
2: Listen, if your husband is stepping out on you or your wife is stepping out on you, we're all at blame because there's something you're not doing that makes them have to go and look for it somewhere else. We cannot get around that. You cannot get around that because you can come home and make a person faithful to you, but if you're not doing anything that encourages them to remain faithful, they will go back and start looking for what they're missing. And we always want to just fix the unfaithful person. Well, you may have been unfaithful in what you're giving. So, men, if you're unfaithful in what you're giving her, her unfaithfulness is in what she's not receiving from you. She's looking for something. So, men, you have got to step up and say, you know what? I'm going to give my wife. I want to be everything that she needs. I want to be there for her and be everything that she needs. So that means I got to change my game. I gotta change how I operate, I gotta change how I associate with her, I gotta change how I interact with her. I have got to do this for the healthy uh for the healthy um aspect of our marriage and of our relationship. Affection. Amen. Be affectionate. That's number ten. That's it. I'm done.
1: You don't have a bonus?
2: I don't have a bonus today. So we'll now, run back to
1: well, okay, we talk about being affectionate. Of course, uh, you know, you have to ask her what it what that looks like because mm-hmm. I've encountered some men who they're rough. They don't know how to be soft. Even if you you know how you tell someone soft touches, like you tell kids, like they pull the dog's hair and they're rough with that, you know, mm-hmm. with the family pet or their hidden friend, and you tell the kids soft touches. I feel like I'm having to say that to grown people. Listen, you know, we're just sitting here. You ain't, I ain't your homeboy. You know, you ain't got to dap me up. Soft touches, and some and some men' hands are a little rougher than others. I don't want you necessarily feeling like a woman, but right. so if you guys are not naturally affectionate, so to speak, you know, you dap your homeboys up or y'all pound or y'all get one of them half hugs to make sure everybody knows I'm not right. So, you know,
0: right. so
1: how how do you go from that to knowing how to touch a woman soft or how to be affectionate, how to be gentle, how to know that it's time to shut off what you feel like I'm providing, you know, the needs. Because we have so many dynamics, not only man versus woman, but we have cultural backgrounds, we have age differences, we have mm-hmm. different perceptions of what this relationship is that we're in. So how do we, What do you have a training class for that is what I'm asking.
2: Yeah, and the training class is when he interacts with you. Women, you have a way of teaching us. My thing earlier was I was saying, well, don't don't tell him what he needs to do. You have a way of coaching us into doing stuff without even opening your mouth, without even saying this is what you this is how you should do it. This women have that you have that ability to do that to coach a man softly and invitingly. And so, what you have to do is you have to teach your man basically how to love you. So if you like to be touched a certain way, then you take his hand and you guide his hand um, in touching you. Okay,
1: so years years go by and he's still doing that. How many years going by?
2: Four. (laughs) Four years going by. Then y'all need to see a counselor because he's not hearing that. There's another issue at stake. Y'all need to see a counselor because there's another issue at hand. If after four years and you showing him what you like and you showing him what you need and he's not doing that, there's another issue at stake. And so y'all need to talk about the other issue.
1: Hard-headed. And you need to say what you need to do is. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when you can say it, right? Yeah, that's when you can say it. Let's just even say say it's been a year. It's been a year and the woman's been patient and,
2: A year, I would say, in a year's time, you have you you really you you got to go back and look at your approach. Okay, years time, change your approach on how you're getting him to do it. So maybe there needs to be a dialogue beforehand. Maybe there needs to be a dialogue one day when y'all are sitting, when you just um, when you're at a park or something, and you think maybe there needs to be a dialogue on understanding. You know, I like it when you hold my hands like this, or you know, I love it when you touch me like this, or when you do this. I feel like this, you know, and maybe you need to change your approach on how you've been doing it. Instead of hold my hand, you know, why you don't like to hold my hand? Why you don't like to kiss? Instead of doing that, change okay. your approach in doing it. And then see what happens when you change your approach, when you start talking, when you start dialoging, communicating about it. Nine times out of ten. Most relationships when we're at this point and that's not happening is because we haven't effectively communicated to them. We've been throwing out little subtle hints, but when they didn't get the little subtle hints, we just kept going with the little subtle hints. I hope you get it. I hope you get it. I hope you get it. Well, he's not getting it that way, so then you need to change your approach. Of, okay, let's intensify it a little bit, and let's talk about it. Let's dialogue about it. Hey, I know this might be uncomfortable, but let's talk about it. Let's communicate about it.
1: Because Ooh, relationships like, you know, are hard work, ain't
2: they? They are, 24-7, hard mm-hmm. work. That's why lawyers are making a lot of money, because it's hard to get in them, easy to get in and hard to get out of them. Because uh, uh, uh. they're hard Work mm-hmm. and people are jumping ship left and right because they feel like you know this person doesn't love me or this person doesn't understand me. And a lot of times we haven't sat down to really communicate with each other to understand each other. Mm. We think we know each other when we get when we first get married. We in lust. It's not love. Love comes as you living together and going through ups and downs together. That's when the real love comes.
1: Now, which part is good, the up or the down?
2: it depends because the downs can produce something that help you get to your next level of up it's like a staircase staircase um you every time you take a step you take a step up you know it's always a step up it's a step up it's a step up you keep going so every obstacle is is a step you gotta you gotta put some energy forth to get to that next level, to get that next step. So issues that happen on this level help propel you to the next level. Issues that happen on this level help propel you to the next level. Because there are a lot of teachable moments in our relationship struggles that we tend to ignore or don't really take time to learn from, which can help the, help us come back together. Uh, one psychologist calls it healthy conflicts. There are always healthy conflicts happening that will actually push us further along in our relationship and make the relationship stronger, make it more viable, and create a stronger bond between us.
0: Okay.
1: Well,
2: so it's, sometimes it's good to have that good conflict because we learn from it. Now, conflict you know, and, and relationship fights and all that is a totally different subject, but you always have to learn how to fight fair, too you know, for that conflict to benefit yeah. you. You gotta learn yeah. you can't say stuff that's gonna um, that's gonna linger in the relationship.
1: Yeah. And you've yeah. talked a lot about that before. But relationships are definitely difficult and if we spend any amount of time on social media we see people in and out of relationships. This week yeah. they booed up, next week it's complicated. Next the week after that they're not together anymore or somebody's having a divorce party or, or whatever yeah. and single people longing to be married and Still me being single, and I remember having those conversations with you. Yeah, I don't want to be by myself. And as I continue to watch stuff, I'm going, man, that's just it's just a lot of work. And not because somebody's telling me it's a lot of work, but you got to be up for the you got to be up for the challenge. And there's so many things leading up to it because you're right. It is easy to get into. it. Oh, he's fine. And next thing you know, he's fine. He don't work. His credit bad, and everything he touched crumbles. And it could be the same thing for women as far as men are concerned. Oh, she's fine, but she don't cook, she don't this, she don't that. You know, she can't bring anything to the table, she can't help, but we don't ask enough questions. So what I
0: think, Uh-oh. I think,
1: <laughs> I think everybody should date online, mm-hmm. and you put up your profile just like you put, a, put up a resume on LinkedIn, and then people can peruse that. So some people are going to need to be coached on what to put on their profile. but And also don't get get it, get it twisted because people want to do 100%, like for me having my own business, completely wanting to be in your business and then have this person on the sideline. And men and women both do this. Yeah. So everything that you're talking to us about is somebody who's being committed at, to the good fight <laughs> of the relationship yeah. but before they get into that and there's no way I figured it out there's no way to know all the answers about a person before you get in a relationship I thought you could you can't and I wanted to you know come back and prove you wrong on that you, I could figure this all out no you can't um, but I think we should all date online date online put up your resume and we go from there what do
2: you say <laughs> I say it's a start <laughs>
1: <laughs> I say it's
2: a start. I say I'm, trying it's a start. Move, I'm
1: trying to move this single population along.
2: Yeah, here. I know, but but you can never you can you can never get past the actual interaction that happens. And I don't care how much you communicate with somebody by email, text, or uh or video chat. It's something that happens when we are in close proximity of each other and and when we are interacting with each other face to face. It's a whole nother dynamic. It's a whole other dynamic. Uh, it's almost like we can hide behind all those other things. You can be doing a video chat and you still yet hide who you really are. But when we're in the company of another person and they're in our space and we're in their space, we tend to drop our guards and the real us begins to come out.
0: Mhm. Uh. What so email, text. email, wow.
2: text, I can go back, I can read over my message before I send it to you. You know, that's why, yeah. you know, you yeah. remember IMing? You remember IMing was so popular when it first came yeah. out? You know, yeah. it was it was that instant message. So as soon as you hit me, I hit you right back. As soon as you hit me, hit you right back. Hit you, hit, and you were going back and forth. You notice how that's not as popular now? You know why? Because people now, to read what they say, Make sure I'm saying the right thing because I'm putting it in text. Make sure so I can edit that and go back and delete that. Say this, okay. Say it this way and say it. So we yeah. have this. We have this time now, whether it be one second or two minutes or five minutes, to really go back and edit what we're going to say and what we're going to put out there. When we're in company with each other and we start to relax, our reaction to each other is like a reflex more so than just a um, a response. A response is calculated, we thought about it. A reaction is reflection. It's just reflex. We automatically reflex. Oh, what happened? Ah, uh, you say something. Somebody say something smart, you say it back. And so then you start to drop that guard and that's what begins to happen. Your reflex of who you are begins to come
0: yeah, out. And yeah, when that baby.
1: happens
2: we see the real you.
1: Ooh, we. <laughs> and it yeah. ain't always pretty. Mm, yeah, the first thing to come to your mind, yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So we've had another enlightening time talking about relationships. Um, definitely it, it it can be beautiful and it can be um, something that people can walk away from or, or, or grow from. Um, even, even if it does happen to end in splitting up, you can learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. I'm um, in those situations, but what we've been sharing with you all are tips on how to. Be a good
2: husband. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. To be, how the man can be a good husband. And next month, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk to the women, talk about how you can be a good wife. I say this all the time, and I mean it, I mean it. Um, women want to be treated like queens. In order for you to be treated like a queen, that means that there has to be the presence of a king. Okay. I'll say that again. In order for you to be treated like a queen, that means there has to be the presence of a king. So you can't have, when we talk about hierarchy, you can't have a queen without having a king. Now, the king could have died off or whatever, but there was a king that established you as the queen. So women, you want to be treated like a queen, treat him like a king, and he will treat you like the queen that you are. hmm but we right.
1: haven't learned that. Okay. Well, until next month, Pastor Goodson. Thank you so much. No uh, for helping us live life through biblical principles.
3: No Give problem. people how they
1: can get in touch with you outside of this. Needs to be said before you go.
3: Uh, out of this needs to be
2: said, you can catch me at Restoration Ministries Church of God in Christ 1204 Commercial Avenues here in the lovely city of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we're there on Wednesdays and Sundays. You can go to our website, which is uh, Restoration Ministries Cogic C-O-G-I-C. Or you can hit me up on Facebook. My name is Juan Goodson. Uh, you can catch our church on Facebook, Restoration Ministries. Or you can hit us on, I'm trying to think, what else are we on? So social media-wise. Uh, there's nothing else, but you can you can catch out on our radio show, though.
0: And there's uh, more.
2: And radio show, which will be starting back up. Uh, you can go and look it up on Facebook, Let's Just Talk Radio, uh, with hosts Juan G. and Ebony. Uh, you can check it out also on Let's Just Talk Radio. You can go back to the archives. Uh, we'll be coming back in July with a new time frame uh, and new shows. So uh, check us out. Let's just talk radio. Uh, once again, this is Pastor Juan G. Hanging right. with hanging with my girl. DJ
1: Butterscotch. No. Nah. <laughs> oh, there we go. I was trying not to say that. Well, uh, DJ it.
2: Butterfly. And Embrace it. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Embrace
2: I'm em- it. I'm embracing it.
1: <laughs> Have a wonderful day. And thank you.
2: No problem.
4: be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing if you're waiting for that perfect perfect moment that perfect timing is not going to happen you know what you have to do you have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation that a lot of people become comfortable they stop growing, they stop wanting anything, they, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like, jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you had. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know, that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that, which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it, that you talk yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you, it may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you you want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality, because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling. Particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard, we will find inventions that we never, ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is, what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day, workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? you will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be stop running from your pain and embrace your pain your pain is going to be a part of your pride a part of your product i I challenge you to push yourself see it's easy to be on the bottom it doesn't take any effort to be a loser doesn't take any motivation any drive in order to stay down there on a low level But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day. And how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today. And what you do today is going to seep in who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got to say that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for, if all that you dream and scheme is about, and life seems useless and worthless without it, see it's time now, if you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life, you've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. You die, die on eat. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me you're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, God, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe.
0: DJ Echo DJ Echo DJ Dermatic DJ Dermatic So free
1: you for joining us today we hope you've gained something from what has been shared special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle it was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at this by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS by also sharing this show with your friends Thank you for logging in through your computer as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you.